Hank, there comes a time when a man journeys out on his own. And You're welcome here anytime. And he's, I'm just and joking. He's, I'm and, and he's balls. ready to eat other men if he has to. <laughs> Hank, I came here tonight. He says, gay. look at me. Hey, yeah. look at me. I'm funny ass, Rachel. No, <laughs> I'm talking about you. And we're live. Hey, buddy. Good to see you, man. So, did you hear Joe Rogan move to Austin? Yeah, he's here. And you know what? We should get a bunch of guys go up there to his compound, rape the old bag. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> I, there were multiple people that had similar thought. Uh, Cap City closed forever. Dude. I, I heard Cap City's done for. Dude, yeah. it's it's done. And I and multiple people had the same thought. Like Joe Rogan, you gotta you have to you open have to uh, re- you revive, go, right? You know, I never put that together, but maybe dude. maybe he should. I mean, St. Rogie, save us. Save us, St. Rogie's. <laughs> Bro, it's fucking Austin comedy, dude. It's the most respected scene in Texas, man. It's like COVID has killed everything, man. It's it's destroyed everything. Yeah, dude. it's killed comedy clubs, uh, less importantly, people even. And, you know, I think it's very unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, Rogan, if you're out there, if you hear this, and I think people will get to him about reviving Cap City Comedy Club, which is a great club. We both played there. Amazing room, but uh, I'm I think sad. Rogan Rogan's starting his own club on a fucking ranch, bro. That's what I hear. Last word I get, Rogan's talking to Ron White like, dude, I'm giving <laughs> you, I'm giving you a cabin, two acres, a fucking mule, dude. You're getting, you're getting a comedy club on my ranch, bro. Rogan is, uh, like, I don't know, man. I think Austin is getting overcrowded at this point. Well, no, you honest. know what's funny? I was watching the Rogan, literally the last one. It was two days ago. He starts the podcast off. They're like, Joe. Ron White's like, Joe Rogan, I'm so glad you're here. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, you know, uh, I moved down to Texas because I'm just, I'm just loving the extra freedom and have less people. I'm really loving less people. That's his main thing. Cut to 20 minutes later. He goes, we're putting up the bat signal. Everyone's coming down. I'm bringing everyone. It's like, Joe, you realize you're defeating your own goal by bringing everyone down here. You're not going to have less people. I mean, at least not in Austin. You're gonna have a fucking, and it's already been Californiafied, Austin. It's been well, fucking, yeah, no, dude. It's like it's like uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It's like fucking mm-hmm. hipster shit. And you think you're gonna go out there and it's gonna be like cowboy hats and drinkers, but it's really people like, oh yeah, we have we have Cajun kale. I'm I like, got oh. this idea for this new app. <laughs> yeah, you check it out. How to rape a baby? <laughs> Why is there an app for everything <laughs> except that? Hey, dude, you know you never heard about the raping babies app? <laughs> Come on, bro. Get on it. Speaking dude. Of, dude, speaking of the internet, I broke my ceiling fan in my room. And I went on the internet. I went to OnlyFans.com to replace it. No. Needless to say, I forgot about the fan, but I still spent $380. I, I think... <clears throat> what do you think of OnlyFans? Because that's a way... Like, why don't you just become a porn star? If it, at that point, you're like you you're doing... You're do playing all with yourself. of them show their face on OnlyFans? Yes, I mean a lot of them do. I'd say like eighty percent show their face. Dude. If full, I was full not visage. gonna show my face though on OnlyFans, I'd get that. Like that's you're just yeah, making but money. Yeah, but what kind of fucking? I'll never understand that kind of simp. That that just fucking like not even for a full body, just a neck down. No, but it's not the what kind of serial killers jerking are off. Drawing people to OnlyFans, it, dude. It's the women, bro. It, no, it, no, I understand that, but you're saying the woman doesn't show her face. Right. Yeah, I don't understand that. Nobody kind of, cares. No, no guy has yeah. ever been like. Man, I shouldn't have ever been in that porn. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> there, 
Like being a guy in a porn, if you're a guy in a porn, you're kind of like you're gonna get like some legendary status, dude. Yeah. They're you really scraping the speaking of porn, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel with, <laughs> with porn star names. Uh, Cody, I'm not even joking. Last, Did I? I'm done. Hold on. Okay. La- yesterday, I'm, la- I'm not even joking. I'm watching a porno. This guy, I, I reached, I scrolled down to see where the female woman, is, the actress is. The guy's name, Kyle Balls. His name's it, Kyle Balls. It's like, okay, you know, I you can't know wait till next week when I watch you know my next your, porno with your porn Jack star name is Tank. supposed to be. They say your porn star name is your middle name, mm-hmm. is the first name, and your last name is the street you grew up on. <laughs> I gotta go. So I gotta then, go what on. is yours? Alston Asbury. That's pretty good, not bad, dude. Not bad, dude. That's pretty good. What's about you? Mine's Travis Camberwell. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not bad at all, dude. Let me do a movie trailer. What happens when Steven Seagal nuts blood? Coming this November to Miramax <laughs> Theaters. Steven Seagal in Blood Nut, Blood Nut, the movie, and it's just uh, it's just Steven Seagal in a series of physicals, <laughs> and the doctor's like, "We really need to talk about your rosacea." He's like, "Well, that's a shame because I'm gonna have to kick your ass now." Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you remember that time we saw those two chicks at the pool, and then they went up and had the threesome? Yes, in we witnessed with that it black all. Guy, and then the door was open all on. That was creepy. That was really creepy. Dude, what the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> Let me just say one thing. Cody, every time he's here in Dallas, he stops by as a nice enough friend to come by and do a podcast. And every time we see something, we'll never forget. And here's why that happened. My landlord, who shall rename Wayne Nameless, Wayne Falcone, doesn't do any background checks on any of the tenants. So half of these people are Airbnbs. The only reason this place stays alive is because there's like four buyers. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys like that come in and traipse in and out of this place with their degeneracy and their fucking bullshit. And uh, yeah, that guy was doing... I was afraid of Boogie Nights happened where like an underage girl did too much coke and he was like, they just seem so cute. He's talking to the guy behind the glass wall, the prison on the phone. Yeah. I, I mean, it seemed like a disaster, but you know, we woke up that like we did. I think we stayed up the whole night actually, and then we yeah. came out at like six. Cause well, we were, I think we slept for like two hours that night. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But it was like it was like from four thirties when the door was open for like an hour. Yeah. We were concerned, and then we came in. We well, I woke up at like six a.m. Right, and went went early, out, and it was like uh, the sun was just coming up, and that's when I went outside, and those two chicks were in the pool when I went outside. <laughs> No, it's like sun's coming up, and I'm like, these two chicks are the pool, and then this dude's over here, and then they all like scurried up to the apartment together, yeah, and closed the door, and you and I were like, we know what's going on. Over oh yeah, here. of course we do. Yeah, you know what's funny? And then like a few hours later, after we came back out again, we went inside, and then we came back out, and the door was just open, and yeah. you were like, is he dead or did somebody <laughs> die? <laughs> yeah, and you know if that would add some spice to my uh, tendency here. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's talk about it, because I separate my life into two parts, Cody, as you know, before the Travis Scott meal and after the <laughs> Travis Scott meal. Now, what are your thoughts on this? Some say it's an order people have been getting for decades. Others say it's a nice promotional uh, tactic. What, what are your thoughts? On Wait, on Travis Scott? On the what? Travis Scott meal. I don't know what the Travis Scott At McDonald's, is. they've a quarter pounder with barbecue sauce and bacon, french fries, and a Sprite. If you get that exact order, it's called the Travis Scott meal. And they're like, oh, you got a Sprite with you right now. Look at you. Big roller. I kind of want McDonald's. Big man on campus, eh? We can go there. I'll get us a, I'll yeah, get us a cab. It's sounding good right now. Bro, I may, I may hit you up for some of that. Old, I don't have much old Forrester left. Anyway, man, <laughs> uh, speaking, of, speaking, of, speaking of fast food, I read today McDonald's opened up their first Mc, – uh, Israel opens up their first McDonald's. And it's going to be the first McDonald's to ever have the Never Happy Meal. I'm not sure if you heard that. Are, 
are they killing Palestinians? Though? <laughs> yeah, Palestinian meat. They call it in the Impossible Burger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, there's nothing like some good genocide uh, right. in the morning uh, right. before 10:30, though, because <laughs> after 10:30, after 10:30, sorry, it's not genocide anymore. You, you get out of bed fast. You, you missed genocide. Right. Yeah. That was the funniest thing. I, I read about a guy who like who like met. Uh, it was like a taxi. It was a guy who was in a taxi, and he hit, I think, something like a crazy number, like fifty green lights in a row. Uh huh. And I was like, I bet he still managed to miss ten thirty <laughs> breakfast at fucking McDonald's to get the Palestinian Dude, Impossible. Burger. I was talking to this girl I'm dating the other day about yeah. falling down. You remember that movie, Falling Down? Of with course, Michael I Douglas remember thing? that. Yes, but he goes in for the burger. And he's like, he doesn't look how how autistic he is. He's like, he doesn't look how it looks like on the picture on the menu. What is this? I, I demand an explanation. And then, like, doesn't Samuel L. Jackson come in to try to rob the shit? No, I think that's... I was watching no, I'm Die thinking Hard that's, 2. Um, that's, that's Die Hard uh, 2. Die Hard no, 2. No, that's Die Hard 2, but that's... Um, when he goes that's to also uh, <laughs> Coming to America, isn't it? I've never seen Coming to America. Uh, okay. But go on. What? what? Yeah, go on with you your anecdote about shit. falling down. Listen, no, but, like... <laughs> Because I, I watched a Behind the Candelabra recently. That, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that movie? It's I really well that. done. No, it's that's amazing. How, HBO I, never slacks. Yeah, they don't. Everyone but, likes to talk shit about Netflix originals. No one have noticed have ever talked shit about dude, HBO's HBO. HBO's original content is way better. Yeah, they're great. But like uh, Michael Douglas in that role, and then I was like uh, thinking about falling down. And I was like, <laughs> I tell my girl, I was watching, I'm like, You've never seen. She's like she'd never seen falling down. Right. Like, well, that's because you, if you show down? if you show you're like it's like a regular man goes crazy. Right, but you, if you show if you show any woman like an actual good movie, they do not like it. They're like they're like, what's he doing now? What's he do, what's he doing? You're like, if you explain everything to them, but if you show them like Frozen, they're like, ooh, I know what they're doing because they're singing about it. I'm going to stupid bitch school to learn how to, to learn how to be a dumb retard more. So, <laughs> so let me tell you. So I'm sewing the other day, and Cody comes in and says, "You have to watch this movie called Falling Down." Now <laughs> we sit down on the couch, and he turns it on. This guy just wants a cheeseburger. Why can't they just talk it out? <laughs> but he pulls out a gun, and it got so violent. And oh, hey, I can relate to that guy, that character, dude. Like he goes crazy. He's dude. like in traffic when he loses his shit. Finally, <laughs> yeah, dude, yes. <laughs> he's, he's like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck this!" And he like, gets out of his car. And he just leaves it there. And he's like, where did he get the gun? Did he did he have the gun? I can't remember if he had that. Like, it's sort of like, it's a, like a Uzi uh, or like, you, like a, I love incel movies. What are those short I love guns? Movies. They're not Uzis, but they have. They're, no, they're like Uzis. They're like, but they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're automatic. They're, 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 but they're, they, uh, yeah, they're black people guns. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. No, I know you're joking because every gun's a black person gun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Easy, easy. Should we cut this in 10, no. ten minutes? Donald Sterling here. Hey. <laughs> No, I'm. I love everybody. Uh, white violence is just as bad. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Um, oh my god, dude. My, uh, I don't know. He got the gun. You know, what are you going for? Halloween's coming up. I think I figured out my costume. What do you got? I'm gonna go. As the guy who sold Kyle Rittenhouse's AK-47, <laughs> his assault rifle. I'll go as the guy. I'll be like, you wanna? You don't want to go as the man who sold the world. <laughs> no, each I've historically like as in my adulthood have gone as bad costumes on purpose, and I've gone to like parties to uh, purposefully troll. Like I remember like a year ago, two years ago, I was in Chicago, big house party, mm-hmm. you know, college chicks, slutty costumes, everyone, like guys are trying to like uh, you know be cool by dressing, actually putting effort in, like a couple of fags. I don't want to say fags, but the gay men, gay men, <laughs> and. Um, 
I uh, I went in a, like a blazer that my stand up jacket over there. You've seen me the the, the mm-hmm. corduroy one, and I had a, a Dodgers L A Dodgers hat the on. Kryptonesia. And they go and my Same. friend went in a, in a in like a in like a like a sports shirt with a hat on and a whistle, and then we we walked around together drinking the whole night because we we already all had girlfriends. We were like we don't really need to fuck. So girls would come up to us throughout the night and we would they'd be like, What are you? And I'd be like, Oh, uh, I'm a famous Hollywood producer. And they're like, And what are you? And he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a football coach. And they're like, Well, that seems so vague. And the music's bumping, and I'm like, Yeah, no, it's I'm actually I'm Harvey Weinstein. And my firm would go, Yeah, I'm Jerry Sandusky. And they'd be like, She'd be like, the guy who like raped people? And then we'd be like, Yeah, yeah, that's no, the no, guy. No, he raped kids. Let's right. Be First of all, kids, yeah, not people. Let's be clear. Little people. Yeah. See, that's why the term little people little doesn't people. work. Because if you're like, I raped a little person, you'll be like, was it a seven-year-old? You're like, no, it was a 25-year-old midget. You got to say midget. The midget works. <laughs> it was just here. <laughs> it was, man. And you know what? I have a strong suspicion that the word retard's coming back. I, I, I think it is, bro. Dude, after, after COVID, no one's caring, dude. Dude, I like your little chain lamp here. Isn't that good? I sit here working on my story, bro. I got a couple stories left for my novel. <laughs> this is called the Methamphetamine Podcast, yes. where we turn a lamp I, on I gotta, and off. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> just, you're hot. I'm hot, and Cody has the Wuhan virus. This just in... Co- are very- Hi, I should move the microwave. Yeah, you, should, you, should, you should tone it down. The wavelength is good. Bro, did you know I'm deaf in one ear? Hmm? I'm deaf in one ear. That's why I talk so loud. I feel like you've told me that. I have, and you've forgotten. I'm not. No, I'm not upset. I'm just. I'm, that's the matter of fact. It's like, we've we've had this, but you know, right now we've each smoked marijuana. You're doing Cody. Cody is on the couch. He does not want to participate in this podcast. <laughs> Cody's doing fake karate move. He's doing karate, and then he switched. Somehow you don't know, but then somehow you switched to drumming. What happened in your head that went from karate to drumming? Should we put it in? Should we put it in? Should we put it in? Yeah, Fargo on D- on VHS, baby. On VHS. Yeah, that that's worth a lot of money. <laughs> hey, take care. That doesn't belong to me, so be easy with it. Oh, of course I had a rewinding machine. Cause I I was when were you born, Dude, Cody? I never, you know, com- comedians kind of makes people like ageless if they're funny. If they're funny, if someone's funny, you're like, well, they're a comedian. I don't. They're not a 26 year old. They're a comedian, you know. Right. Whoa, Cody's. But it doesn't matter because, like you know, there's people that just get along. I mean, you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not justifying going out and saying, well, she was. Here's my impression of Jeff Goldblum. In, in, uh, was it justifying pedophilia? He goes, well, uh, uh, she may have been 17, but uh, uh, I didn't realize that it would take care of the uh, lawsuit that was uh, uh, happening. Boy, do I hate being right all the time. <laughs> Could take a seat. You're join- Cody is joining the podcast. Cody is here. You know what that's from, right? Jurassic Park. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I Dude, when he's like, boy, do I hate being, or God, uh, do I hate being oh, right God, all the time. Oh, oh, God. It's when the T-Rex comes out because, yeah. like, Jeff Goldwyn on the lead up is, like, telling right, him, like, then he chews the like, guy out of the this toilet. is a mistake. Yeah, like, you're yeah, being yeah you're right. It was him. And then, and then, but he's, like, he's just, his look is, like, he's just... <laughs> Dude. Go on, yeah. He's like, and, and it's fucking. Um, who's Alan Grant? Uh, uh, fuck, what is it? what is that actor's name? I'm not sure. Um, I can't even he, remember. Uh, Sam Neill. 
Sam Neill. Yeah. Dude. Oh, bro. Oh. Dude, we should like I should play this. So scene that's your right view now. of of Jurassic Park is that Jeff Goldblum just is like warns everyone before and then before it's too late, you know, and they don't do it. Well, like and then the I use guy that. Gets his, I use that GIF or is it GIF? It's GIF, but he he looks at it. And uh, we, like, but we can agree it's goes, GIF. Oh we can God. agree it's yes, GIF. Yes, it's GIF. We can agree it's GIF. Okay. Bump mics. Don't. These are sensitive mics, dude. Touch the tips. <laughs> You know, the you, tips. While we're, you know, you know, Cody, while we're reviewing movies, there, that was better. That was nice. That was a nice, I like that my better. first time. Go slow. Um, Don't yell. <laughs> on, uh, I, for reviewing movies, we should review Karate Kid because I watched that last week. Bro, I thought I would love it because I watched it as a kid. I was like, this is going to be nostalgia. It's going to remind <laughs> me of hanging out with my dad. I watch it. It's just some Chinaman that's so cheap he convinces an Italian kid to do free chores. <laughs> Dude, he's like, wax my car, paint my fence. And then meanwhile, he's got his legs crossed with a bull of low mane, not giving a fuck. Like, that's yeah, the second time breathe I've, in, breathe out. That's the second time I've heard you do that bit, dude. Really? Are you just constantly bidding at me? Are, are you no, ever I'm, this a real is, person? We're reviewing movies. Are, are you always bidding? It's If everything's a bit, nothing is, Cody. All the world's a stage, as Billy Shakes reminded us. Shakespeare, too. Life is but a strutter and fretter who shines his hour upon the stage and then shines no more. I'm fucking that up, but go ahead. Why would it be on a game show? Why would why would you do Johnny Carson? Okay. I'm on Family Feud. What is it? No. That's Jeopardy. No. What is that? No. What is it? It's not the price. Is it the price, the price is, is right? right. It's yeah. The price. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the price is right. Out the of price like- is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the price is tonight more like it. You showed up at three in the morning and you were like, I'm coming over. I'm like, well, all right. You're going to have to deal with the mess. Listen, Hank, there comes a time when a man journeys out on his own. and You're welcome here anytime. And he's, I'm and just he's, joking. I'm and and he's ready to eat other men if he has to. <laughs> Hank, I came here tonight. He says, gay. look at me. Hey, yeah. look at me. Funny ass, Rachel. No, <laughs> I'm talking about eating. <laughs> that man that's gay. Listen, <laughs> do you know about the Dahmer party, dude? Of course I know about Jeffrey dude. Dahmer. No, no, no. The Dahmer party. No, what's going on there? Um, In the, uh, like, the, along the Oregon Trail, they took an alternate route and they got stranded in the mountains and they resulted to cannibalism. No shit. How yeah. many? Well, how many was in the? There's troop? a movie. Uh, Guy Pierce is in it, and there's some other. Uh, Ravenous. Have yeah. you seen Ravenous? I have seen Ravenous. Dude, <laughs> yeah. seen Ravenous. Yeah. That's like basically that's the Dahmer party. Hell yeah, but it's true. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm watching Bro, that. Bro, that dude. shit is real. Shit. I may watch that tonight. I don't remember why I got us to that part about no. this. I mean, you know, but why hasn't Guy Pierce got more work? What are your opinions? Because the guy's talented, dude. L.A. He's got the looks, bro. Good. Was he in that? Yeah, he was in that. He was in that with that yeah, broad, he, the blonde, uh, and then Stens- Kevin Stensley. And Stensley, right. Yeah. And then Memento's my favorite movie. Memento is my favorite movie of all time. I've only watched it once, and I feel like I need to watch well, you know it what? like 10 more times. On my other podcast, we talk about this a lot, but Christopher Nolan really is not that talented. His brother, his brother Jonathan Nolan, is really Have the you writer. Seen Tenet, uh, he my co-host did. He told is me it, all about it. Is it? No, don't, don't say anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm not gonna but, tell me. I'm not gonna tell you what he told me because it ruined it for me. It felt Inception-ish. Yeah, but it's like a pastiche of Inception. Like it, it was trying to be something it wasn't. Like, don't, okay, don't you, s- stop talking about it because I haven't seen it. Remember that? Okay, I'm well that's you. fine. But you've heard about it. No, I haven't heard. And of, I, I actually respect, dude. Didn't see uh, it. Christopher Nolan's filmmaking. 
Out of respect. <clears throat> but, great cinematographer, great director of photography. But dude, did you see um, I don't know. Palm Springs with Andy Samberg? Yeah, and that, other, and that lady, yeah, I didn't see it. Is it good? Dude, it's fantastic, dude. It's, I don't have Hulu, man. I've, I gotta get on I, Hulu. Dude, have been wrapping that movie I, for a while now. It, I can't even, I can't tell you, like, the best film I've seen this year. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And, like, it's like, it's like a uh, his version of Bill Murray, you know, Groundhog Day. But that's the literally the only thing it has in common is that it's a day repeating itself. Right. But that's what I heard about it, dude. Yeah. It's well, um, you know I'm sure I enjoyed it if I saw it. If I had it's, access it's got to like, it. like I don't have Hulu and I'm not willing to pay the five ninety nine a month. If you were an industrious fellow, you would you would find ways on the internet. There's so by, there's ways. That's your that's like if, your if you hold can, on that's your that's your reasoning of logic. If a person not, does not have Hulu, they're not industrious. You're you you need to, not you need to stop, dude. Stop making excuses for your life, dude, and just and find passwords or something. Find passwords. That's yeah. excuse. <laughs> it's like you dude, can, that's the greatest character of all Reddit. time, bro. The <laughs> shitty dirtbag Gary V, who's like who's just like dirtbag advice. He's like, yo, if you're gonna dump on a chick, don't give her your, your real last name. Don't do that. All right, mate. You like that guy, Knight Rider? Say your name is Michael Knight. You know how I had a Porsche by the time I was twenty-three? <laughs> to Gary Vaynerchuk. It's you know, but it's uh, it's, it's Gary Odell, Odell Vaynerchuk, Dude, Odell Vaynerchuk. And and you just go up that and you're like, you want to know how I got this Ferrari by the time I was sixty or thirty? I, I fucking I lied to every woman I ever met, and uh, you know what you need to do? Manipulate Bitcoin wall. The Zetas still have control of it because it's inflated. <laughs> you just give bad advice. And everyone's like, Gary Odell, Odell, Odell Vaynerchuk, speaking the truth. Bro, I'm like, I'm Sandra Bullock in gravity when she's spinning away. Like in your head? Have you seen that movie? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Saw like, it 3D, bro. Like, <laughs> I think the weed fucked us up. I think we've been drinking all night, both of us. We got a hot cast coming out the oven, buddy. We do. Uh, you know I'm what not I was even laughing about? You, dude. Like, I was uh, laughing about if it we, was if I, they made a movie about Apple. We could be compared to O and A, and I think it would be an app comparison. Well, that's good shit. I think we'll wake up tomorrow, listen to this, go, we were drunk as shit, and some of it will but, be salvageable. Hey, and sometimes that's what you get. And you know what else is salvageable? Indian meat. You basically we killed all the Indians. Me to do this shit. I, I well, I, I was actually just interviewing you on the couch, and you walked your way over here. So okay, well, you got. I may me have encouraged excited. you. I may have encouraged you, but I did not force you to do anything. All right. No one can make you do anything, Cody. You know that you know, just as well as I do. Meanwhile, right. you make yourself do coke every night. I haven't done coke really? tonight. Really? Good for you. Hey. Or no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you think mental? No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, dude. Uh, cocaine is. Um, it's always better in theory than it is in practice. You like, know? It's like cocaine is the Marxism of drugs. It's like <laughs> communism. It's where it's like, it looks I, good on paper because that's where you snort it off of. But once it's done, once the power is done, it's, then, you it, know, it, I, things get a little crummy. People feel left out, much like communism. People feel uh, alienated, uh, like there's an apartheid between the government and the state and the people. Dude, and uh, just I, like cocaine, you feel my, the same way with with the friends you're hanging out with. Yeah, dude. Because cocaine makes you alienate yourselves and become. I just love a it when force. people are like, "Dude, I can find coke." Because I'm like, I always have to buy it. <laughs> you should write that down. It's really funny. And that is really funny. That, I, that's a joke. I did. <laughs> is that a joke? I, I you just have? Bit, I that's just good. bit it at you, bro. No, I loved it. 
I just bit I love it that. at you. That's hilarious. I had never heard that. No. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, fine coke, bro. How about this? That's uh, cool, man. Sometimes I try and make my I, for it. I try and make my friends feel better, Cody. You know, you have friends. You try and make them feel better when they're sick. Yeah. My friend Caleb, he had HIV. I told him to stay positive. I was on the. Was that the right choice? He's it, don't. I mean, don't worry about it. He's in a better place now. I I when I was He's living dead. in New York, I saw a sign on a store. It said one minute HIV test, and I was like, that's not a snap decision. <laughs> a guy like who a walks guy, by that store guy, is like, yeah. yo, do I see if we got AIDS real quick? <laughs> Who's the guy that was walking past that store? I imagine a businessman in a fedora with a like, trench oh, coat hey, on. No, no, yo, goes, we're, I'm running early. Yeah, no, like, no, you want to see if we're gonna die? Goes, I thought it was gonna last two minutes. I never had that. One minute, I'm in. Like he, how many two-minute STD tests have signs has he passed? Because for him to be like two minutes, yeah. nah, no, 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 that's there's too much a, time. There's an AIDS van in New York, and it just drives around. <laughs> what do you tests, say? What it, you te- they it? test people. What do you call it? It's an a AIDS van. van? It, it, I, I, mean, I don't know what else to call it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Go <laughs> they, on. So it's, okay, they no, test people. They test people. Because at first, when you hear so AIDS like, van, you think about a guy jumping out of a van, raping someone coming in them. And giving them no, AIDS. they test people. It's a it's a test van, right? You know that maybe that's my misogyny because I remember when I was seventeen <clears throat> and someone first told me about what a rape kit was. They said, "Have you ever heard of? They have rape kits now." And I go, "Is that like a briefcase with oxycontin in it and fucking a rope?" <laughs> He's like, "Like I thought it was a kit that helped you rape someone." I was like, "Why would they give those out?" <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not that. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I was that dumb. Why would they hand those out? That seems terrible. What's in there? Like Xanax and, you know, dude, rubber bands. And he's like, bro, no, I don't, it's a I don't test fuck kit. with Xanax, dude. Sure. sure but bro. all right, listen, this isn't a trap house podcast. We're not talking about hard drugs. I take Xanax because I have panic attacks. Yes. You can tell because it's three, four in the morning and I'm this energetic. I know. And, and it's I fucked didn't even up. give you any drugs. Well, it's because I, now, you know how hard it is. That's why I, t- I didn't really want to answer because it's hard for me to get to sleep. I got to sleep. And then I was like, you know, he keeps calling. I'm like, fine, you Cody, know, what's up? I'm sleeping. You know sleeping. what it would help me with? But then I'm is, up. Is it's hard my trouble with women, like, caring about women? What is that, man? Why care? I, you know, Why not dude, just do comedy and if, you know, you I, get laid, you get laid? Listen, man, I don't know, dude. Just I don't, chill out. I don't know. I don't know. Did your mother I hurt you? Know. Who hurt you? No, I, I have, a, like, a, a functional relationship with my mother. Like, oh, okay. it's, I love my mom. Yeah. I, 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 I see her faults. And I love her still. Like That's, I, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, like no, you want to, yeah. It's like I, I, I disagree with a lot of things she's done, but I love her. It, it's almost because it's like I know she needs my love, and um, she tried her best. You know, like I, I think a lot of parents do. So it's your dad's shitty job, but like it's like a shitty job is still sometimes yeah. done in earnest. C- Cody, let me save you like at least. Three thousand dollars in therapy right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. If you ever go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, uh-huh. they will tell you ultimately that it comes down to your parents. Oh, that's because when you were younger, you don't remember this. The fact that we're <laughs> sucking the mic like it's a goddamn uh, no, mushroom. No, no, dude. What are you talking about, bro? I'm talking about real life, bro. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. I think it's so. Um, it's like literally all you have to do is be like, okay. Like get all you have to do is really take mushrooms or acid, and then you'll think back naturally and be like, "Whoa, that was a place of trauma that I never acknowledged." Dude, I talked and then about. You think about it. And I you're talked like, about Whoa, doing I acid. I can fire my psychiatrist. I I talked about doing acid on Easter at the improv. <laughs> oh yeah, your gig was tonight. <laughs> yeah. Gentle bump. 
How was the gig? I'll tell you about Dude, my gig. I got I got in the pocket like midway. Hell yeah, and, um, yeah, same. Were you, was this your first time doing stand up since uh, Chinese nine eleven? No. Which is, hey, today's 9-11, gentle tap. Bro, no, we're no more taps, dude. Stop tapping. Gentle tap for 9-11, no, bro. Hey, it's 9-11. It is 9-11. You were the one that- 9-11 we, we, was an inside Are job. you acting like you're above 9-11 jokes right now? Building you were 7. just in your car- Show me a video driving. of a plane hitting the Pentagon. You were just in a car- Come on! It's the most <laughs> surveilled building in the world. All right, now you're double backing, bro. Oh, you got sorry. upset because I was sorry. like, let's. it'd be fun if we tapped mics for 9-11. And no, you were I'm like, tired of- t- Dude, we're going to- I, my mics are. Are you sens- actually serious? They're, these are this sensitive, sensitive dude. They're sensitive. These are this. These are Bro, this gentle. Sensitive mics, all right. No. All right. Don't talk to them like that. Sorry, Mike. Talk into them. How about how about uh, a guy named uh, John Claude Van Hand and he jerks off a lot and does karate. <laughs> I'm trying to spice up the podcast. Dude. Hey, bits. Jesus. Okay. Give me a bit. Give me hey. a, I can do Louis C.K. I figure I can do a perfect Louis C.K. Give me a situation Louis C.K. is in. No. Hey. All right. Sorry. Okay. I was going to do an impression. <laughs> Why? No. What? No. Now, look, you're, you're, you're shutting me down, but I don't. It's hey. because I don't know. Look, I'm not that hey, kind of. Yeah, I'm not that it's guy. It's just I'm not that, I'm not kind, that of, kind of I'm guy. not that kind of comedian. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm I can do David Lynch. Three, two, one. Funny. Go. I don't know, dude. Hey, go be funny. Funny right now. In yeah. a movie, in a world where Cody yeah. O'Dell comes to a stranger's house that he's known for maybe yeah, three years. Yeah, and he's got a porn stash. Yeah. <laughs> when Cody O'Dell has a mustache that looks akin to Ron Jeremy, what happens when his girlfriend breaks up with him? Yeah. He's outside an individual uh, named Hank Downey's house who's trying to sleep. Downey. <laughs> and he yells at hey. the window. What you said I could come over. Cody O'Dell, porn mustache, wakes up your neighbor's. Coming this fall to Miramax Theaters, Cody O'Dell has gay sex for the first time. What happens after he realizes he loves it? <laughs> and you're like, and then what's, uh, what's, and you're like, hey, what if it was Pangea America and you're getting fucked by a black guy? <laughs> I, and this is where we are now. It's because this it's is the, fun, this dude. is the I'm, sarcasm <laughs> orgasm podcast. Fucking four in the morning, listening. Dude. This is the sarcasm orgasm podcast. If it does come out in some form or fashion, we may never release this shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This has been tight. This has been great. No, actually, I think there's been some real substance here, okay. Hank Gowdy. I'll let you interview. You want to lead? Start off. No. We're I, gone. We're good. Dude, we're good. hey. Sh- hey, listen. Um, we're killing it right now. What are you talking about? We're killing it. <clears throat> Woo. Woo. Can the aliens come already? Can they show up, dude? Because I'm like... Yo. What do you think the aliens are going to do when they get here? Like, realistically. I mean, they're not going to... They're not going to just be cool. Okay, well, we're we're talking, like, under the assumption that aliens just are an assumed thing to exist. Yeah, let's say that's which true. seems logical. Yeah, they're not going to be dumber than like, us. What if, like, sure. aliens are Agent Smith in the Matrix? <laughs> yeah, dude, maybe they're... Right? It's like... Uh, uh, the Roddy Rowdy Piper movie where he puts the sunglasses on them. Remember that? I don't remember. He puts sunglasses on and like, there's like half people in business who's are aliens. Okay. It's a, it's a Cronenberg movie. So it's, yeah, it's like Roddy Rowdy Piper. Manifest in like a lot of different, um, sort of just common tropes of what aliens are perceived as. Yeah. But I think there could be like, I don't know, dude. 
consciousness is crazy, bro. It's yeah. like it, just the idea that we <laughs> have free will over our decisions. You ask yourself, do we really, though? No, we don't. What if it was alien versus programming? What you're talking about with being a child, those first five years before you're ever conscious mm. are the most important five years. Dude, those first five years determine that's who where you, you are. That's where your psyche's malleable. You know what I mean? You that's can be, can that's when the code's being written. Yeah. So in your first five years, if you're not watching Adam West's Batman, but like it's like wait, my first memories. A, I have my first memories are like bits and pieces. Like I remember being in my car seat when I was like three years old, and asking my mom when am, when do I get to not sit in a car seat. I remember that, and I was like three years old. You were That's an like old, my earliest yeah. memory. That's why people say you're an old soul because they were every, everyone you've ever known was in that minivan that day. And they saw you be, what did you say, one years old? Three. Three years old and saying to your mother, when can I get out of this car seat? That shows that you're an old soul. So everyone knows it because it translates to you today and you'll always be an old soul. You know, you ever, you probably, let me be honest. Let me get, let me get a little demo for you from, from you. You have sex. How many times do you have sex with like older women? I'm talking like 45, maybe 50. 50? I don't know that Come I've on, ever man. done 50. So what are you? What are you? What are you? Some sort of pedophile? Um, you a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> Only in Vegas. Only in Vegas, baby. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, <laughs> except the flight logs. Cody O'Dell, oh the movie. Yeah. No. Uh, what was the question again? How, have you ever like? What's the oldest age you've ever had sex with? Uh, like an older woman. I have forties, early for early for early forties. To forty-three. So you would be safe to say early forties. Early forties. So when you have that, does is it because they're like exceptionally young looking, or because you actually do don't mind older woman? It, it's situational, man. I feel like an Indian guy. You do not mind older woman. I. Dude, I was okay, an African in the end. I I hate sex in a lot of ways. For the things I love about it, I hate. Yet every I time, hate it. every time I'm with you out, out I hate in public, it. You I always hate have it. it. You always try to I get it. I hate it. I hate it. Is it an addiction? It's certainly yeah. Okay. I mean, nothing wrong coming, with that. We all have addiction. Coming. Yeah. The, du- the but whatever the, but whatever gets dumped in your brain, whatever chemicals. Right. But what? Get but you're, it's not only the coming; it's like the touch of another person. That at some level, and then is maybe some but, degree about power. But where does power. it? Where does it go deeper? Nowhere, that? unless you have someone you actually make a connection with, which is why you just have to talk to people and be honest. And then if they don't like you, that's perfectly cool. But the ones that don't that stick around, those are the people that you consider marrying because you're like, okay, this person actually laughs at the shit I say and and helps me become a better person. You know, instead of just some lust-driven night of uh, testosterone, Jaeger, and lies. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I realized, like, the girl I'm dating now, I, um, I realized that, like, being engaged by a woman where I actually felt like she was on my level. Yeah. I haven't had that. And she came at me like that and I was like oh shit okay like I I had to reevaluate my stance on women because of her because right. she, well breakups are tough always well but I'm saying in terms of just intellectual like perception of like women? where uh, you know you and I are on a level dude you, we always have been yeah you know what I'm saying I don't even think this is going is this recording that's not recording 
Your mic is recording you, stupid. Oh, well, there's no, there's no dog light. poop. Yeah, there's no light on the uh, mic. Why, do you, dude? You're why this mic is not recording. We're recording in these mics. Oh god, I'm the one stupid. in your hand, yeah. dude. How fucking how high am I? Dude. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Show me for it. Roast me for it. It's almost 4:20, bro. What are you talking about? Is it really? It's 4:10. It's 4:10. God damn, I'm ten minutes late to the most. No, movie. it's you're to literally. Early. I know I'm ten minutes early to the one minute where you're actually allowed to be that retarded. Which is 420. If I had said that on 420, you'd be like, dude, it's stupid because you think that. Dude, but 420, it's excuse. September 11th? Yeah. Bro. Oh, okay. my God. My friends. Dude, that should be a band name. 420, September 11th. And it's a toy set for kids. And it's literally a plastic version of, of Adolf Hitler because it's his birthday. Uh, 420... <laughs> Okay, well we're we're on nine eleven. September eleventh. It's Hitler and then the twin towers with a building coming out of the side of it, and it's four twenty. And you click you click a button, and it shoots the plane at the building, like you slam down on the button, like, you know, like a kid's toy. Hey, so two planes From, uh, walk into a building, right? Okay. And, and like, hey, how about we? Uh, they get tired of the people. They say, "Let's blow this joint." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, nine eleven was an inside job. Can we be honest? Building it, seven. It was an inside job once the plane went inside the building. Can we be real here? I mean, like, I, yes. like in terms of a uh, like a legit coup, uh, like a, a subversion of all liberties. Yeah, we're, we that got, exists. We got attacked. It was for for oil. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that they no, were scheming such that shit. A bigger thing than that. All I'm saying is, I'm not. I, I believe that the whoever did it was scheming it for a while. But I do not believe that the U.S. government just found out that day. I'm sure they'd known about it and they let it happen. That's the most I'm willing to go. Is the Dude, U.S. government building let it seven happen. just collapsed? No, that's the weirdest part. At five o'clock, that it's the day. weirdest shit. Weirdest just shit just fell into its own footprint. Yeah, and then someone there's been documented footage of planes colliding with buildings in the past. Dating the back one to that the crashed in Pennsylvania, no wreckage, nothing. Exactly, nothing. There's not a single video of a plane hitting the Pentagon. Not one, other than a grainy camera. The most videoed building in the world. How grainy is it? It it's like it can't be more than like oh fuck, dude. It's like eight frames per second. So it just looks like a Chinese it, cock like, crashing into a building. It just it looks like a, a missile. It looks like a the. Yeah, I've seen the video where this, where it's it's weird because the building on Twin Towers no. it collapsed like almost like a pyramid of cards. It just went straight down, and uh, there in the memory the before dude, it even reached the floor, there was a burst out of a window. Dude, I I couldn't could be pressure from I the fall. I could be it. wrong. I don't know infrastructure. I, I couldn't believe it that that morning. You know what we should do? We should call. There's got to be like an architect's hotline. We could call them and be like, hey, what do you think about 9 11? Dude, I, I, bro. <laughs> do you think it could have happened? Tell me about the infrastructure. I was on the South Tower in 99. I went there. Um, oh, no shit. So you stood on those motherfuckers. Yeah. Jesus. I That's was on top of the South you. Tower. That's going to be a lot crazy. 99. I went to my, my cousin graduated from the Coast Guard Academy in New London, Connecticut, but we flew in New York and my, we had some friends that we stayed with. So that we went to New York City and I remember. Um, eighth grade, you know, I, I remember the Twin Towers when I saw that skyline the first time. And the New York City skyline, dude, there's nothing like it. It's the most. Yeah, it's great. I haven't I seen mean, it enough. I've been there twice, but. Like, I, I haven't been to other cities, but I, I don't need to be. Yeah, like, no, to it's know. a city to be in. And it's like, 
and I remember seeing the Twin Towers, dude. I remember just what they, they were this power. There was yeah. this symbol, this just Bolster. strength. I remember yeah. it. it's vivid in my memory, and yeah. it's like, um, and then we went um, Damn, if you've to been there New York, and I, we went to the South Tower, and I stood on top of it. I have a picture with my older if brother. If only you've been there two years later, then you'd be fucking dead. Exactly, okay. which is why it like hit hard because that was like what? my uh, junior year yeah. of high school and you know that that day i remember we were uh i had uh band practice like uh marching band and then i like left to go make up a test and say every guy in a band gets pussy does marching band count <laughs> <laughs> the drum major used to give me fuck me eyes like, <laughs> during like the whole band is marching okay and i'm like hey we're all friends here yeah easy easy don't write me there's no need don't write me <laughs> stop it stop <laughs> you're being so stop no it's your 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 but if you were molested by your band no your but dude what i'm what i'm Jeff saying Goldblum. what i'm saying yeah. is Dude, my fucking marching director or drumline, uh, like there was a drum, uh, three band directors. One was woodwinds, one was brass, and then one was percussion. Mm -hmm. So the percussion director, we were like rehearsing, and like the fucking shit's on fire, and he's like, they, he won't let us leave. We're like practicing, like what's on fire? The World Trade Center. Oh my god! And like that, he won't let us yeah. go watch the shit. You know we're like really, we're I, rehearsing. Hold on one second. I really love the image of a band instructor, a band teacher, you know, middle school. And like a bunch no, of this was high school. Okay, I was but yeah, yeah, a junior a band, in high school. A high school band instructor being like, "You're in the middle of a song." Bum, 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 like history's happening. And then everyone goes. <laughs> and like, and they go, and then he just turns the TV off, and they keep swinging his arms. And they go, bam, 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 bam. No, dude, <laughs> it's like a Simpsons joke when the guy just does it was like it's just a really non-caring band. No, but it was like, like snares. It happens and, all the time. It was snares and tenors in Focus this room. Focus on your rhythms. It was snares and tenors in this room rehearsing, and then the bass line, like they were all the shittier drummers. So they were like when in the, the other period. Did the guy go stop talking? Let me finish <laughs> oh, this. Sorry. Uh, he one of the guys was in that period. This was like first period band, and he runs in and he's like, "Dude, one of the towers collapsed." And I remember thinking, like, "What the fuck? How is that possible?" Like, I I, I didn't know how it was possible, dude. Mm -hmm. And dude, when you when you watch and you see the plumes come, you you know what I'm talking about? And people say that's collapsed air. It's like, well, why is it concentrated right in the middle of the building like that, like coming out? It's true. It's Another like, it's point. very, that's a very, like, it, it should have uh, blown out all the windows equally. It, that's how gravity works. How unless, about the Holocaust? Six million or a Bro, they were brought down. Oh, jeez. Oh, Here we go. No. Um, no, go ahead. I, mean, I asked. I want to hear. This is, you got it. I think, I mean. Go for it. Let's get in the deep end. I think that uh, they were deliberately brought down. Yeah. I think Building 7 was deliberately brought down. I think the Pentagon was hit by a missile. And I think that whatever happened in the United 93, they didn't use cell phones in the air like they show in the movie United 93. Right. Have you ever turned your cell phone on on a plane and try to use it? Mm -hmm. Next time you're on a plane, if you haven't done it, do it. And it's like, you can't get sick. That, that didn't happen. That's bullshit. That's all bullshit. So they, you're saying they have much more control of like Wi-Fi and coverage. Than well, than like we you think. can't, you can't get signal on a cell phone and on a plane, but at, you used to plane. be able to. 
No, you never did. Oh, I, I've, 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 I've looked at YouTube videos on my fucking phone. I won't. All right. Well, shitty can, we coverage, get links? Cody? can we get links here? Yeah, Hank dude. Gowdy. All you got to do is look up is you, Stephen Seagal's blood. Your nut. mother is disappointed in you, dude. I know that. Everyone's disappointed in me. Except the crowds that happen to laugh. That's all I say. I don't say I make them laugh. Hey, how did you do last night? I happened to make them laugh. Never have I made someone laugh. Despite the best I tried, they still laughed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But do you care? How was the gig? Because I did a gig, my, probably the most prestigious gig yet. You played what? The Addison Improv? Let's plug the Addison Improv. Best club in the goddamn state. So I played another gig when you <clears> were playing that gig. Guess what I played? Better than you, a field. Boom. Field. I'm a field a comic. Field. I'm a field comic. Out in the country. What happens when Hank Gowdy does comedy <laughs> in a field? The problem is, when a joke falls in the forest, no one's around. Give him a PA. Give him a mic. <laughs> Give him an ox cord. Coming this fall, the Miramax Theater is Hank Gowdy. Hank Gowdy. Forest jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Gowdy with... Public address system. <laughs> is this that's what this is, right? Yeah. This is it's still recording. I, I'm surprised we haven't reached capacity on my hard drive. I think we were killing it. But yeah, I did a gig in a field. I it, you know what the fucked up part was? There's like six couples there. It paid two hundred dollars for twenty minutes. So I took it. That's good money. It was a private thing. I got off a gig salad. And uh tossing the salad, ended up getting a gig. And <laughs> Anyway, I went out there and then I was looking at people. I was like, okay, I ran out. I, I had this set list, right? And I thought this was going to be 20 minutes because it was in the past. But I was so nervous because I hadn't done stand up since Chinese 9 11 that I ended up getting on there. I was like, okay, who, uh, you know, like, who likes impressions? Do you like Jeff Goldblum? Ma'am, you know who Jeff Goldblum is. I point to a woman. She looks me in the eyes and goes, no idea. I go, great, this will go good. <laughs> so then I'm like, uh, uh, Patrick, uh, uh, suck my pants. Uh, uh, we can bring the dinosaurs <laughs> back. And uh, and then like I hear all these husbands whispering over to their wives like it's the guy. From I the like halfway through your rants, I lo I lose you because I'm laughing. Well, that's nice. So let the laugh settle, dude. But how was the Addison Improv? That's what people want to know. Give Nobody, us a review. Dude. Come on, be honest. It was good. It was. You ended up warming up to him, like you said. You caught him in the middle, just like I did at my gig. No, they ended yeah, up warming dude, up to me. The headliner was KG, and he kills. It, it, yeah, and he's black. If people I don't know, know KG. Yeah. And look up KG the and comedian. Black you know. people come out to his show. Right. But white What'd people you do? too. Yeah, sure. Mixed so it's crowd. A good mix. Good mix. Salt good mix. mix. It's a good little, mix. Little salt and pepper. It's good. It's good stew in the pot. You know. Hell yeah, dude. But I like you know like I I like to just acknowledge this like yeah haha let's all laugh at this guy the white guy <laughs> like shut up. So you doing you're kind of getting a little you feel like a little resentful about that you were you doing kind of a mascot comic thing tonight I don't want to name names no. but the guy who's always making like well I'm the silly white guy you know bold can I make a reservation Dude, here I just realized what my comedy style is what is it curmudgeon I I'm an icon I'm an iconoclast <laughs> yes, I, you're I am you're an iconoclast provocateur and rapist no I'm yeah. kidding you're not a rapist hey Co listen this just out to Cody's I, listeners I've only seen Cody have consensual sex with beautiful women I've only seen Cody have consensual sex with yeah, women. Who's going to believe you? I mean, you know, <laughs> you know who must be a who must have been a real fucking loser, like in history, like who? a real Christopher asshole. Columbus. That guy, but also the guy who coined calling dogs man's best friend. His dog was his fucking best friend. That is sad. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. 
What the hell are you talking about? That term has been around longer than Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, he came up with it. Man's best friend. <laughs> he goes, I'm actually an astrophysicist, but I'm most well known for the greeting card for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Man, dude. Like, so, like, when's the last time you did a chick in the butt? College. Really? Yeah. About three years ago. Fucking God. You piece of shit. College three years ago. <laughs> you asked me a question, I answered it. Sorry. Go Sorry suck, that you have resentment suck, against your own aging. Go suck a piece of... What, kale? Of fucking yeah. Brooklyn? Yeah, <laughs> it's good for your. It's good for my soul. <laughs> I should be out there, dude. I could probably be a writer on SNL. I have a few friends that work. All right, for you know what? I have, no, I'm saying that because when I have, you get there, I have friends that work for us. Don't forget the people. The I'm not. I'll be like the hey, other I'm people. I'm like, hey, you guys want someone that's gonna shit on women for five minutes in the yeah. monologue? Yeah, you want some misogyny? <laughs> yeah, dude. How about massage more? We want more of that. All right. Now Cody is pretending the microphone is his penis. Whatever. No, I'm not, dude. <laughs> dude, you know what's funny? What if it was the? F- what if it was the? F- the? Uh, it's the. Uh, it's the. No. Instead of the, it's like it's the Riddler from Batman, but he's Jewish. Wait and, a minute. And he's the Fiddler, and his r- headquarters are on a roof. Wait a minute. And his f- nose is shaped like a question mark, and he's like, "What's two minus two, Batman?" He's like, zero. He's like, "That's your bank account." And then Batman checks his bank account in an ATM. He's like, "Damn it." Wait, fiddler. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. He stole my money. Hey, stop. Sorry. There's a hammer in your wall. There is a hammer in my wall. You want to hear the backstory? Um, I might need to take a picture of that as like the podcast like logo for this <laughs> one because that like there's a hammer. This was an anger throw. It was an anger throw. Are you, who, what, what, what did she do, dude? What did she do to you? <laughs> it was a broad that I banged in the past that came. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was related to a woman. Okay. Yes, and she came over. Uh huh. And uh, I got to bust. She blew me, but I did not like her attitude. I was talking to her, and then she was like, "Fuck you, you piece of shit." Ooh. And shit like that. And I was Ooh. like, all right, you can leave my house. And then she was like, I'm not going. And I'm like, Ooh. well, I can't hit you. I can't, like, throw you out of a door because yeah. you're a lady. Yeah. So and then I was that's like, all not, right. So then I had to call cool. the police. Ooh. And then the police had to come. And, like, I had to hide the bong before she knew there was a bong because I know her crazy ass. I'm like, please, they have a, he has a bong in there. He's dude, a drug addict. Bro. But all they came in here was like, this guy's just unorganized. What you, uh, dude, I really? What did, what did it's you all right. I got, to, I got to bust and she swallowed, and that's fine. Let it go. They're let not that go, important. Let it go. That's right. Let it go. <sighs> From catch well, me if you can. Catch me. Oh, really? I love yeah. that movie. But oh, you know what? I you know who spoke at my brother's high school graduation that I had to go to? Gandhi. Frank Abagnale, the dude that's based off Catching Me If You Can. Yeah. No shit. He that's got cool. and I was like, I had watched that movie because I was a film buff. I was a nerd, autistic screenwriter's kid. My parents were like, this is the guy who Leonardo DiCaprio plays in that movie. So I was like, no shit. And I just watched that movie and it was convenient. So I listened to him and then I was like, I was sitting there thinking because he was talking about forging fake checks and becoming a fake pilot and just clicking autopilot the whole time and becoming a fake doctor, infiltrating hospitals and banging women. <laughs> and I'm like, why is this guy talking at a commencement speech? So, and then I thought the only, like, it was so shocking. I was like, and now he works. He's like, and now I work for the FBI. I'm, I got my immunity because I offered to give them my services. And I've been doing that since, since like 1967. And I was like, 
Okay, if this guy really wanted to make a comeback, his greatest scam yet would be it's movie Catch Me If You Can, but he just wears blackface and, and he runs away and Tom Hanks is like, God damn it. We're going to catch him next time. He keeps putting on blackface. And he goes, catch me if you can. And it's Frank Abagnale in blackface. And he runs around. And then Tom Hanks is like, wow, he was just at this motel. I have to go out the window. Now he's a doctor, but he's in blackface. You should um, quit comedy. I should quit? Yeah. Nah, I'm not quitting. Dude, I, I don't want to brag, but I have a real check from doing comedy in my car right now. Okay, well... Whatever, that's good for I'm, you. Yeah, you have I'm a just check. Saying, it's fine. It's whatever, dude. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not like bragging. Pulling about no punches. You're just getting. You're telling me I should quit I mean, like, stand-up comedy. It's like, I mean, not everybody can make twenty-five dollars for doing comedy. It's fine. <laughs> oh, you asshole. Okay, twenty. All right. All right. A blowjob and fifteen. Okay, fifteen. Bucks. Okay, a drink <laughs> and a promise for an audio file. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I hate women. You know. Yeah, you had an argument because I remember we we haven't shit on women this whole podcast. That's because I'm trying this to might steer. Be a first. Dude. I'm trying to steer away from it, bro. Bro, I'm trying to do his better. We like good for us though. Yeah, like for real. Like we're uh, we're better than that. But like, fuck women. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just. I, I just I don't like the arrogance and the lack of accountability. I think it's really the lack of accountability yeah, that bro. really bothers me. I was just watching a video. Uh, uh, there's a great subreddit. If you guys want, if you guys are like us, Cody and I, huge misogynists that are trying to do a podcast and not sound that way, um, look up a subreddit on Reddit called Pussy Pass Denied. Spelled <laughs> exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Now it's just women that are like think they have some sort of testing the boundaries of their entitlement. And being like either shoved down to the ground by a police officer or punched in the face by a patron at a bar that they were disturbing the peace with. And it's great because you know what? Through that physical action, they held accountability. And that is a actual feminist world. So if you want to live there where people, women get punched in the face and uh, <laughs> just vote for Kamala Harris, Tiki Masala Harris, dude, do it. You know, Joe Biden. It really comes down to Joe Budden. <laughs> Joe Dementia. Joe Dementia coming this fall. Joe Biden plays. He can't remember his <laughs> key platforms. What happens when an old man runs for president of the United States, but he also has dementia? Joe Dementia. He likes to grope children, and then just like or at least in a weird way, touch them. It comes to like a it's rally of Joe Biden's, and he's like, "I'll say this: that I believe that toast should be served with butter on it, left out overnight, and that's how we get this country back to work." Yeah. Coming this fall, the Miramax Theater, no, Joe like, Dementia. <laughs> your creepy uncle with dementia, Joe Biden. <laughs> hey, let me. That's teach what you. he is. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like a clip of him being like, "Hey, let me teach you how to tie a tie without any pants on." He's like Joe Dementia. <laughs> he forgot he wanted to molest you. <laughs> he doesn't even realize that he wants to molest you. He just does it. Joe Dementia. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is probably way more funny to us than anybody that might listen yeah, but to you this. Know the, pro- the fun part is we're laughing, and that's the important part. Yeah. You know what else, dude? <sighs> what? Just God bless Pangea, dude. God bless Pangea, bro. Pangea is going to return one day. Everything comes in a cycle. You don't think that shit's going to drift apart so far? People are inevitably hey, going to have to acknowledge. Hey, what's your favorite planet? Mine's the sun. It always has been. <laughs> <laughs>
I like it because it's like king of the planets. It's like actually Harry, the, the, the sun is a star. It's not a planet. Well, planet or star, whenever that thing burns out, we're all going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, yeah. That's not going to happen for a long time. Gee, I hope not. <laughs> you know who else you do really well? The uh, fro- unfrozen caveman lawyer. Did you do a little bit of that? Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm just a caveman. <laughs> I fell into some ice and was later thawed out by your scientists. Your world frightens and confuses me. Sometimes the honking horns of your traffic make me want to get out of my BMW and run off into the hills or whatever. Sometimes when I get a fax in my fax machine, I wonder, did little demons send this? I don't know. My primitive mind can't grasp these concepts. <laughs> dude, that is a Phil Hartman. God bro. bless, dude. You know, it's God like bless him. Sometimes I'm not even Legend. I'm not even joking. I'm like, Legend. maybe there is heaven. Because if there is, he should He's go. He's there. That person should He's be there. there. He's there. There's a few people in history where I'm like, He's that there. person was selfless He's and they there. deserve to be He's there. He's there, dude. Yeah. Dude, also it, it are, I think you it, should it, I it first of all, I'm not God or anything, but I think if I was God. Dude, if you get murdered by your wife in your sleep, you get a free yeah. pass to heaven. I don't yeah. care what you've done. You got yeah. murdered by your wife. I with mean, you kids? don't even have to have had a like successful run on like no, the, it, like the hottest comedy show. He could have smoked pot in, in front of his kids every world. day. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, that. Wh- <laughs> I'm trying to not shit on women. Uh, yeah, well, it was that's the perfect example to shit on women. I, I'm not saying that you can't never shit on women. I'm is just that saying jealousy? Good. Is that jealousy? It was what? jealousy. She was she was green with jealousy because her husband had all this acting work. She maybe had a few extra parts in uh, some like, ma- major motion pictures. She was always very very mad that that Phil would not bring her on SNL or pitch her to SNL or try to get her in sketches on SNL. And then when he had news radio after SNL, she was very upset about that. And there was even more cameos she would complain about. Now, at this point, she has gone to a psychiatrist to get, and she's been diagnosed right, with bipolar. And then she starts doing coke with Andy Dick, and it all goes Yeah, and then they have there. a gun, and everyone's like, why do you have a gun, and then, Phil? And he's uh, like, for protection. They're like, you don't need a gun for protection. You live in the fucking hills. And you're famous, and you live in a nice part. And then one night... Bang, bang, bang. Jaws, the movie. It's a movie about a dentist who loves sharks. Japanese submarines slammed two torpedoes into our side, chief. <laughs> we was coming back from the island of Tenny and a lady. Just delivered the bomb. The Hiroshima bomb. 1,100 men went into the water. Vessel went down in 12 minutes. We didn't see the first shark for about a half an hour. Tiger, 13-footer. You know how you know that when you're in the water, Chief? You can tell by looking from the dorsal of the tail. What we didn't know was our bomb mission had been so secret. No distress signal had been sent. They didn't even list us overdue for a week. Very first light, Chief. Sharks come cruising. So we formed ourselves into tight groups, you know, like squares, like you see on an old calendar, like the Battle of Waterloo. And the thought was the shark comes to the nearest man, that man starts pounding, hollering, and screaming. Sometimes the shark goes away. Sometimes he wouldn't go away. Sometimes that shark looks right into you, right into your eyes. You know the thing about a shark, Chief? He's got dull eyes, lifeless black eyes like a doll's eyes 
when he comes at you, he doesn't seem to be living until he bites you. Then those black eyes roll over white. Despite all the pounding and the hollering and the screaming, they all come in and they rip you to pieces. Sir, would you like fries with that or not? <laughs> Dude, that is my favorite monologue of all time. Great. Of any Great movie. Monologue. Robert Shaw. He yep. died like a year after that movie. He did. Yeah. It's clear that guy was drinking a lot. <laughs> that guy. Dude, the first night he came in to do the take of that that scene, he was fucked up. He was drunk. Oh, yeah. And they I like sent him home. And then the next night he came back. But he like wrote that out. God damn, Cody. You and do, that's you, but the crazy thing is that that's a true story. Yeah, no, I agree. With it. It's like that's Peter, what's nuts about it's it. It's like Peter O'Toole. Yeah. It's like taking real shit and and make it's like there's a fictional element to it, but it's like it's real. Yep, yeah. Well, the, be the best, you know, reality is stranger than fiction. So the best fiction comes from reality. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. This is Bro, probably our. This is so perfect. We're right at an hour. Oh, see, I knew it. We got it. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Hank fucking Gowdy. It's thanks me, for joining Big me. Dicks, the podcast. <laughs>